1: Bill Belichick, big spender. That's our lead item for this morning's Buzzcast for Tuesday, March 16th. I'm Abe Madcor. Good morning. Hope everybody is doing well. You know, yesterday I talked about a tepid NFL free agency market. Boy, did I misread one organization. Yes, because much of the buzz in the newsroom yesterday was the constant notifications of free agent signings by a very unlikely team. Traditionally, the New England Patriots sit on the sidelines, but with nearly $70 million in salary cap space after an uncharacteristically poor season, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, and the Patriots very active in NFL free agency on Monday. The team signed seven noteworthy free agents awarding contracts with a value close to $200 million and nearly $100 million in guarantees. The Patriots never set the marketplace and they rarely pay premium for top free agencies. That's just not the way they do Business. Note this, ESPN's Mike Reese noted that the Patriots spent $51 million over the three off-seasons combined before this year. Yesterday, they doled out close to $200 million in contracts with nearly $100 million in guarantees. So the New England Patriots setting the free agent marketplace. Now we'll see how other teams are active. Remember, these deals can officially be announced until Wednesday. Let's shift to the UFC because they said yesterday it will be running its first show in front of a full crowd in more than a year. That's right, UFC President Dana White said UFC 261 will be held on April 24th in Jacksonville, Florida. The event will have a full crowd of about 15,000 fans. That'll take place in the ViStar Veterans Memorial Arena. Remember, that's where the UFC had three shows following a two-month COVID-19 hiatus in May. Those were among the first sports events back. They took place in May without fans in attendance. So they are going back to Jacksonville with plans to have 15,000 fans to fill that facility for UFC 261. So more indications that the sports business really starting to return. Let's shift to news from the WNBA because we've talked about the energy and the momentum behind that league. Well, they unveiled plans surrounding its upcoming 25th season. They have a new campaign called Count It They have a new 25th season special edition logo. They have new uniforms, a new game ball, and a new in-season competition. These are all good, smart efforts to keep the momentum around the WNBA continuing. The WNBA teams will also host specially themed events. What I like, other initiatives called the W25, a selection of the league's greatest players since the league started in 1997. Also, the WNBA's 25 greatest moments will be determined throughout the 21 season. So these are all nice storylines that the league can utilize throughout its 25th anniversary season. So look for more of that coming up this summer. What else to look for more of? What else to get ready for? Well, get ready to see a new Gatorade ad run consistently during the March Madness programming. So 23 years after Gatorade ran that great Mia Hamm, Michael Jordan, Gatorade Zero commercial that focused on the spot, anything you can do, I can do better. Well, they're bringing that back with a slight iteration. They have Abby Wambach and Usain Bolt going head to head in a new version of that ad. But Michael Jordan and Mia Hamm do make appearances. This is for Gatorade Zero with Protein. That's a new drink for them, of course. Gatorade, of course, continues to market aggressively because they've got more competition in the space with Body Armor and BioSteel and other sports drinks. So you're going to see this ad campaign with Abby Wambach and Usain Bolt going head-to-head in a number of competitions a lot over the next three weeks. Let's shift to some other news about venues and markets opening up. Washington, D.C. announced it will be opening up for sports fans. The Nationals and D.C. United were both approved to host fans at a limited capacity when their home schedules begin in April. The Nationals will be able to welcome 5,000 fans per game to Nationals Park. That's about 12% of the capacity. DC United will be allowed to host up to only 2,000 fans Per match. That's 10% of capacity at Audi Field. But the District of Columbia did say they will revisit capacity rules at some point in April. So those numbers could be increased. A couple of Olympic notes today Japan is considering limiting spectators for the Tokyo Games. To 50% of venue capacity. That's according to some reports out of Japan. This comes as the country also will reportedly not allow any foreign spectators to visit for the Tokyo Games. So for larger venues, the report states the limit for spectators could be set at about 20,000 fans. Japan's organizing committee will likely announce its plans for spectators next month in April. Meanwhile, the London Times looked at possible successors to IOC President Thomas Bach. We talked on the Buzzcast last week how Bach had just been re-elected through 2025. And the London Times cites Sebastian Coe, who of course is president of the World Athletics Federation, as a possible frontrunner to be the next president of the IOC. Remember, Thomas Bach's reign will end in twenty five, And a number of IOC members reportedly really support Seb Coe. Seb Coe is a class act. He would be a great fit. Remember, he is an Olympic champion. He's been in the political and governing body world for a number of years. He has experience. He has also been very active and very outspoken and had very strong stances and crackdowns on doping, so Seb Coe, I think, could be a great IOC president. We're a long ways away, but he has floated as a possible successor to Thomas Bach. A couple of notes on golf. Intersport is behind the new PGA Tour Champions event called the World Champions Cup. That'll feature international teams going against each other. It'll begin next fall, the fall of 2022. Think Ryder Cup and the President's Cup almost combined. The event will feature nine home matches, twice a day among Team USA, Team Europe, and Team World. These are six-man teams. These players are all 50 and older. So again, Ryder Cup, President's Cup for the Champions Tour. Intersport is putting together the World Champions Cup with Peter Jacobson serving as the chair. The event will be played every year over three days. Intersport is in Preliminary talks with potential courses in Florida, and they're also looking for potential television partners and title sponsors. But a cool little concept, let's see how that comes to fruition. And ESPN tonight at 7 o'clock will air The One in November. It's a half-hour documentary on the the behind-the-scenes operations that led to the Masters being held last November. The documentary is produced by Augusta National in association with Boardwalk Pictures, and it promises to offer some of the first-ever inside looks at what goes on in putting on the Masters. Sounds like an interesting concept. ESPN, 7 o'clock tonight, the one in November. And finally, I know it's going to be a narrative over the next couple of weeks. It already has started today. But there's a lot of discussion about the low numbers, the low viewership numbers for the Grammys on Sunday night. CBS averaged 8.8 million viewers. That is a record low figure. That's down more than 50% compared to 2020. This continues a pattern of low ratings for award shows. We saw it around the Emmys. We saw it around the Golden Globes. But the Grammy numbers are surprisingly soft. It's going to continue to be a narrative around lower viewership, around big events, and many people wondering if the behavior of viewers and the behavior of consumers has changed that dramatically during COVID, and more particularly, how that could impact sports viewership going forward. So just keep that top of mind because it is going to be a story to watch in the days ahead. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, March 16th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, stay safe, be good to each other. I will speak to you tomorrow.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California